Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 31st and final day of March. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to us, always appreciate it. If you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. It's for the algorithm. It's not for me. It's for the algorithm. The algorithm does stuff for me. Then I get all the monies and I'm very rich. So make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. And of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0 is brought to us by the title sponsor from day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, 
First, you call 911. Let's make sure everybody's safe. Then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Anna Jar and Levine. None of this is possible without my friends over at Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. So, this is a huge sports weekend. We know the way we do Fridays. Obviously, I'll tell you all the big games and the not big games. I'll tell you all the big movies and the not big movies. There's a lot happening here. Our pal, Odyssey Sports, you bet, you bet. Nick Costos. We did weekly spots with Nick on Zaslow's show for several years. He will be on Zaslow's show 2.0 today. Love catching up with Nick. He'll come up, give us the final four plays. We're going to do a lot of WrestleMania with him as well. Maybe we'll talk some NBA with him too. But if you're looking for the plays this weekend for the final four, hey, our guy Nick, he's going to point us all in the right direction. So looking forward to talking to him. This really is, I'm super excited for this weekend. This really is, it feels like an all-time weekend. It's an all-time weekend for South Florida because it's something we've never had before with the Final Four, UM, and FAU. So not only is it a first-time forever kind of weekend for the South Florida sports fan in regards to college, uh, collegiate basketball, it's also very, let's be honest, it's also very likely a weekend, a Final Four, we will never see again. You could say, okay, hey, Miami basketball is here to stay. You could say, hey, FAU, they're on the map now. They're going to be a good team. The Final Four... You gotta win. You gotta win four games of the tournament to get here. It's so hard. You need a lot of luck, and to have both Miami and FAU in the Final Four, I'm pretty comfortable saying we may never see this again. So this is an all-time South Florida sports weekend. Savor it. This this has the potential to be so much fun. So in that regard, as far as South Florida sports go. It's an all-time weekend. And at the same time, there's so much going on sports-wise. But if you're a pro wrestling fan like myself, we got the Final Four and WrestleMania. And WrestleMania's two nights now. It's been two nights for 36 in the Performance Center. And then they kept it 37, 38. This is the fourth year. Fourth year that WrestleMania is two nights. Everyone I've asked, we'll ask Nick as well and Nick Costas too, but everyone I've asked, pro wrestling fans, everyone loves Two nights of WrestleMania. I love it also. Look, we have a we have a situation here. We have a situation in the Zaslow Mansion family room this Saturday night because I've been telling you all week. You know what my setup it is. I got the two TV setup. I got the I got the big screen TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room, and then I have a much smaller TV off to the side. So. What gets big TV status in the Zaslow Mansion family room? What gets small TV status in the Zaslow Mansion family room? We'll get to that coming up. But first, I want to start with... And we got the Panthers last night. Yes, that's, they're still dead. But they, yes. So, opening day. Major League Baseball yesterday. Games were down an average of 21 minutes. That's excellent. Apparently, there were 10 games yesterday... I guess a total of 15, right? There were 10 games yesterday that were under three hours. You had some of them as low as like 220. And I think four of the games that went over three hours were like 9-8, 10-8. 
They were very high-scoring games, which is going to make for longer games. But the key is, okay, see, because it ha- with Major League Baseball, it's not just about the length of the games. It was the combination of the games are too long and there's no action. People would be okay with long games if there was action. So it's about both. It's about speeding up the game and also there being more balls in play. And I do think getting rid of the shift helps that. But if you're going to have games that are over three hours, you don't mind if it's a high-scoring game. That's a lot of action. So it seems like Major League Baseball opening day throughout the country yesterday seems like the clock is a big success. There were 14 violations, I believe, with the pitch clock. I think eight of them were pitchers, so you do you do the math. 14 minus 8, 6. Yeah, so 6 on the batters. 8 on the pitchers. First one ever. First violation ever is Marcus Stroman. That's going to live in infamy. Not really. So, 14 violations yesterday with the clock. That'll happen every now and then. But also, everyone's going to continue getting used to it. I'll be able to tell you firsthand when we come back on Monday how I experienced it. Because I am going to the Marlins game tonight. Taking my son, he's meeting up with some friends, so we're going to go to the Marlins game this evening. Marlins and Mets. Jesus Lazardo, who didn't pitch a ton last year, had like 10 starts maybe, because he was hurt most of the year, was very good when he pitched last year. And so, he's a guy they're obviously depending on, local kid who they traded for from the Oakland A's a couple years ago. So, Jesus Lazardo on the mound tonight. I'll be able to tell you firsthand how I'm experiencing the speed of the game and all that stuff. Marlins yesterday... Official capacity was, official crowd was 31,000, which falls about six, 7,000 short of capacity. So like we expected, no sellout yesterday, was a, which is especially troubling. Marlins lost 5-3, by the way. But the no sellout is especially troubling when you know most of the crowd was Mets fans. So today, first Friday game of the season... I expect a pretty good crowd. Now, when I say pretty good crowd, I feel like the lower level will be full, not a whole lot in the upper level. And it'll be mostly Met fans. So, this should be very troubling. Expected, if you're being, if, if, if you're living in reality, but this should be very troubling for the owner, Bruce Sherman, that you're going to see what the crowds are like this weekend, and they're going to be majority Met fans, and they're not going to be majority Met fans when the Mets are not playing the Marlins. Every single game, every single series. And I think the Marlins are going to have extremely poor crowds this year. And it should be a red flag to the owner who, by the way, is not any better than the new owner, than the old owner. Like, old owner, same as the new owner. I, it's amazing that, and this is year six, I believe, Bruce Sherman as the owner. They don't feel anywhere closer to contending. They are not going to be able to hit. Offense is a major struggle for this team. You saw it for most of the game yesterday. <coughs> Excuse me. And it's it's remarkable that I go into this Major League Baseball season for the Marlins. I have extremely low expectations. I do not plan on watching on a nightly basis. And say what you want about Jeffrey Loria. There was never a season under Jeffrey Loria that I didn't go in with at least some kind of expectation, a little bit of hope, and the plan to watch every single game. I did. And for and th- this is what a major indictment it is of the new owner, is that 
I go into this season feeling apathetic toward the Marlins. That's that's the worst thing you could say. It's a major indictment. A- anyone not named Loria should have brought new excitement to this fan base and to this franchise. And at least for me, a day one Marlins fan, I am at my lowest point as a Marlins fan. I've never been less interested in the Marlins than I am right now. And it's incredible that not Loria would have fans feeling the way that I do. And I'm sure there are others. So, we'll see what the crowd looks like tonight. It won't be last night. And last night was not even close to a sellout, which is, which is an embarrassment. That's embarrassing. But overall, it seemed like opening day was a big hit as far as the pitch clock goes. So, we got a lot going on here. Like I told you, Panthers, big games, big movies, WrestleMania, Final Four, amazing weekend, coming up, can't wait, super excited. But hey, if you're dealing with any kind of water damage in your home, you got a water leak, maybe you can't find where it's coming from, you got to call my boys, the Greensteins, at Water Cleanup of Florida. This is serious business here. You don't want to let this get out of control. If, if you even think you may have a leak, all right? Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Over 60 combined years of experience. The team at Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to handle all types of leak detection. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Here's my favorite part. I don't have to call a bunch of different places to do the job. After the leak has been located and repaired, water cleanup of Florida, that they're going to clean, dry, and fully restore all of the damaged areas. They're fully licensed, insured, certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all of us busy homeowners or busy business owners We require, there's no need to bring in other contractors. Water Cleanup of Florida is going to handle the entire project from start to finish, serving the entire Tri-County area, Miami, Broward, Palm Beach County. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime, 954-900-8635. That's 954-900-8635 or WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So... Last night, the Panthers, second night of a back-to-back. Sergei Bobrovsky, still ill, non-COVID illness. I don't know what's going on there. Still, no Sam Bennett. So, Panthers playing the second night of a back-to-back. They are in Montreal. The Canadians suck. Must-win ga- All of these are must-win games. And the Canadians suck. And what happens? The Panthers get down one nothing pretty early in this game. But... From that point on, really, it was all Panthers the whole way. Anton Lundell, second game in a row he scores. He knows what he did a few games ago, but a nice little response there from Anton Lundell. He scored at his 11th goal of the season, tied it at one, and really from that point on, it was all Panthers. Kachuk had the next couple goals. Lundell would score again. Kachuk would get an empty net goal at the end of the night. Hat trick for Matthew Kachuk. Over 100 points on the season. What a home run trade that's been. Second Panther ever and second consecutive season. Last year, Jonathan Uberto. Second Panther ever, believe it or not, to have 100 points in a season. So, without question, it's been a home run trade for the Panthers. They beat the Canadiens last night 5-2. to two. Full credit, Alex Lyon, who has been fantastic these two games. Unexpectedly having to fill in for a sick Sergei Bobrovsky. 
great job. He was standing on his head two nights ago in Toronto. He was why the Panthers had a chance to then go to overtime and win that game. So, Alex Lyon, I mean, first star for me after these last two games. Excellent job there. And here's what the standings look like, okay? This is important stuff. So, Panthers don't play again until tomorrow. They're at Columbus. The Penguins won last night also. We're not focused on the Islanders. The Islanders are four points ahead of the Panthers right now. Both of them are even with six games remaining. We're focused on the Penguins. The Penguins do have a game in hand still on the Panthers. The Penguins are still one point up on the Panthers. (coughs) Excuse me. One point up on the Panthers after they won last night in Nashville. So, here's what we got this weekend. The Panthers have Columbus tomorrow. They're in Columbus. That team's terrible. The Penguins play twice this weekend. So the next time we talk on Monday, Zaslow Show 2.0, getting your week started, these two teams will be even in games played. The Penguins have Boston on Saturday. Best, like, best team ever. And then they're at St. Louis, the Penguins. I'm pretty sure the, uh, the Blues are good. Let's see. The Blues are the Blues are not good. Okay, there you go. They are an under 500 team. They are not going to make the playoffs. But Boston at St. Louis. They're going to be even in games played come Monday. Panthers have to win tomorrow. If the Penguins only get, let's say, one out of these four points available to them over the weekend, they'll be tied come Monday morning. And the Panthers will have the tie break because right now they have four more regulation wins than the Penguins. So this could be it. This, this could be the chance for the Panthers to get back in front and weather that storm where they lost the four straight games before winning these last two, the back-to-back. So that's where we stand right now for the Panthers. I still don't believe they're going to make the playoffs. Am I doing a reverse jinx kind of thing? I don't know. That's for you to decide. But that's where we're at right now. Okay, so... Start of the show, giving a little bit on the Panthers. Not a whole lot more there right now. I mean, last night, you kicked the shit out of the Canadiens. That's to be expected. Opening day, Marlins. I'm going to the game tonight. Jesus Lazardo pitching. I'll make my debut appearance at Lone Depot Park. We'll see how that goes. Pitch clock seems to be a good thing so far. That's all working out. Our pal Nick Costos, Odyssey Sports, you better you bet. He's going to join us coming up. We'll talk WrestleMania with him. I'm super excited about WrestleMania weekend. I'm super excited about the Final Four. I mean... We are one sleep away, one sleep away from the Canes and the national semifinal. We'll get to that coming up. But there's a lot going on, as you can tell. And you may be saying to yourself, Zaslow, I I don't know what to do with all my time this weekend. I got to know. Is it a big game? Or is it not a big game? That's right. Big game or not a big game. Zaslow Show 2.0. You know how we do it on Fridays. Big game or not a big game is always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. From Pensacola to the Keys, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivering comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, they specialize in home insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, I've been using Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years from now. 10 years now. That's because I trust them. The market's confusing. I need a little bit of help here. Don't just go out there on the internet and put home insurance. No, no, no. Bruntinsurance.com, 
589-2204. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you. Fully licensed staff, and I already told you, Pensacola to the Keys and beyond. They know the area, wherever you're calling from, all right? So if you need that affordable care, who doesn't? And they offer the best coverage for your automobile, motorcycle, boat, not just homeowners. You're making the right call. Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. And not just homeowners insurance, renters insurance, condo insurance. You know what I'm talking about. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Let's get after it here. Big game or not a big game? Tonight, 6.40 p.m., Bally Sports Florida, live from Lone Depot Park, the second of four. The New York Mets hate them at your Miami Marlins. So yesterday, Max Scherzer, he gets the win. No decision, Sandy Alcantara. Marlins lose 5-3. to three. Actually, I don't think Scherzer got the win because it was 3-3. Three, three. I'll have to double-check that. Excuse me. But the Mets win the game. That's what's most important. Marlins, will they get their first win of the season with Jesus Lazardo on the hill tonight? 6.40 start time. Love that. They've been doing that for a couple years now. And considering the average time of games now, I mean, can I get out of, Mar- can I get out of Lone Depot Park by 9 p.m.? What a pleasure that would be. Mets at Marlins tonight. I'll be in attendance. Not a big game. Marlins aren't playing big games this year. I don't know what to tell you. Not a big game. Big game or not a big game. Let's move things along to Saturday. 6.09 p.m. CBS. The Florida Atlantic University Owls. San Diego State Aztecs. Final four National semifinal live from Houston. That's right. FAU is in the final four. My man Ken Levicka, he's joined the show a couple times. The voice, the radio voice of FAU basketball. He had almost a catastrophe if you read the story at the end of the regional championship where he lost his broadcast connection, lost the internet connection for a couple minutes, and finally was able to plug back in and reconnect for what would end up being the final call. I mean, the, the, the nerves and anxiety that wash over your body in that moment. I had Ajita just reading about the experience. Every broadcaster has been there. Every broadcaster understands what was happening there, but it was happening to Ken at the absolute worst and most heartbreaking moment for something like that to happen. I got Ajita just reading about it, but he pulled through, he fixed it, and he had a great call. Houston, you have a problem. FAU versus San Diego State, that's a big game. That's right. FAU versus San Diego State, that's a very big game. Can FAU make the Final Four? You don't need me to tell you anymore. You know it's a big game. Okay. Saturday, 7 p.m., Bally Sports Florida. Your Florida Panthers are at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets suck. Panthers have bounced back with consecutive wins on consecutive nights after a four-game losing streak coming at the absolute worst time. Of course, Paul Maurice, kids, cover your ears. 
he was calling his entire bench a bunch of fucking pussies. And what happens from that point on? The Panthers, they come back and they beat Toronto. And then a real good performance against Montreal will carry over to Saturday night against Columbus in another must-win game for the Cats. Panthers at Blue Jackets. That's a big game. Yup. All these remaining games to the Panthers, until they're eliminated, are big games. Spoiler alert. All right, big game or not a big game? Saturday night. Saturday night is chock full of big games. Uh, that's, that's, I'm sorry, it's a spoiler. Saturday night, 7:30, Bally Sports Sun, Dallas Mavericks at your Miami Heat. Now, I hate the Mavericks. I mean, is this Kyrie Irving gonna stick it in me on Saturday night and beat the Heat? I don't think so. This Maverick team, they suck. They're terrible since trading Kyrie Irving, which should be a surprise to no one because he is a special kind of poison. The Mavericks are on the cusp of missing the playoffs entirely. Right now, they're outside the play-in looking in. They're a game back of number 10, Oklahoma City. Kyrie is the worst kind of poison on your professional sports team. The Miami Heat, on the other hand, they're not going to catch Brooklyn at number 6. Forget about the idea of catching New York number five. It's about holding on to number seven. And right now, the Miami Heat are one game up on both Atlanta and Toronto for that number seven play-in spot. The Heat, it's going to be good to be back home. Even though the last time they were there, they got their shit kicked in by the Nets. Mavericks at Heat. That's a big game. Yeah, can't afford to lose it. That's a big game. Okay, everybody settle down. Saturday. I told you Saturday. Saturday's the day, man. Saturday, 7.30, Apple Plus. Inter-Miami at Cincinnati. Now, Inter-Miami, they won their first two soccer matches. Now, you know, usually I call it football, but I, I'm i a soccer expert, and I want to make sure I'm inclusive to everyone, so... I'll call it soccer so everybody understands what I'm talking about here. You know I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami, right? Okay, so Inter-Miami won their first two games. They were both at home. Then they went on the road for two, lost both of those. And then they were back at home last weekend, and they lost. So Inter-Miami now is 2-3. and three. They've lost three straight. That's not good. Now they're back on the road where they haven't won yet. Can they stop this early season skid... After such a nice start to the season. Inter-Miami at Cincinnati. Not a big game. It's not a big game. Look, there's so much going on. if, If I'm not paying attention to it while the other things are happening, how could it be a big game? It's not a big game. All right. We're still on Saturday night, by the way. Saturday, 8 p.m. Peacock. WrestleMania 39, night one. Oh, I can't wait. The opener is John Cena making his return, challenging for the United States Championship, the champion Austin Theory. That's how we're going to kickstart WrestleMania 39, the main event. It really feels like, feels like a double main event on night number one. Charlotte Flair defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley. And the Usos defending 
the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. All kinds of other things are going on as well, but those are the big matches. WrestleMania 39, night one. That's a big game. You know it. You know it is. All right. Saturday, 8.49 p.m. If you tune in at 8.50, you've missed the first minute. 8.49 p.m. CBS. Connecticut Huskies versus the Miami Hurricanes. Men's basketball final four national semifinal. The Hurricanes. Can they make history? Can they keep it going? Jim Laranega, Isaiah Wong, Nigel Pack, Jordan Miller, nor Chad O'Meara. Are they going to get it done and get to the final four? If the Canes beat UConn, they're a five and a half point dog. And we're going to get Nick Costas on here. He's going to tell us what he likes. If the Canes could, if the Canes get past Connecticut and they may look, Canes beat a number one seed Houston already. They beat a number two seed in Texas. If the Canes get past UConn, who's a favorite? The Canes will be favored. Whoever they face in the national championship. Could we get a Canes FAU Final Four? Will I have to go online, buy a plane ticket to Houston, and go to the national championship on Monday night? I can't predict the future, so I don't know. Miami versus UConn. That's a big game. Note. All right. Everybody take it easy. Now, one more here. Let's, let's move along to Sunday. 8 p.m. Peacock. WrestleMania 39, night two. That's right. WrestleMania's two nights now. I love it. And it feels like it's center stage, which, of course, is what the Tribal Chief demands. The main event, Roman Reigns, who is close to a 1,000 days as champion. The undisputed WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Roman Reigns, my tribal chief, takes on the American Nightmare. Will he be able to finish his story? Cody Rhodes. I don't need to tell you anything else about it. You already know. If the tribal chief is on the agenda, WrestleMania 39 Night 2, that's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or not a big game. Yes. Brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance take care of you. Homeowners insurance, car, life. I've been using Greg for 10 years now. 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Let him make sure that you don't lose sleep. Let him make sure that you know that you're always going to be taken care of. God forbid there's some kind of damage to your property. Bruntinsurance.com. Wow. Think about that Saturday night. This is what Saturday night is. You got the final four, two straight games starting at 6 p.m. You got the Panthers. You got the Heat. You got Inter Miami. You got WrestleMania night one. The best, is it the best night ever? Is it the best night ever? So now you're asking, what's going to get the TV in the Zaslow Mansion family room? And I got to tell you, ah. This is one of the toughest decisions of my life. It really is. 
So, at 7 p.m., you got Panthers and Jackets. All right, that's going to get one of the TVs. The other TV, the small TV, will have FAU San Diego State. If the game's close in the end, we'll flip it to the big TV. You understand what I'm saying? The Heat, we could put on my iPad. The iPad could be next to me on the couch. Inter-Miami is going to get completely shut out. That's why it's not a big game. Then WrestleMania gets going at 8 p.m. By then, the FAU game is over. Panther game is second period. Heat game is really still just underway. WrestleMania. Wow. Wow! Major decisions to be made here. All right. WrestleMania is going to get the big TV at that point. Small TV now. FAU's over at this point. All right? Miami game hasn't quite started yet. So a small TV can can feature... The Panthers will now be pushed to the small TV at that point. We still have the heat on my iPad. Now, once the Canes game gets going, that's when things get dicey. Okay. The Canes at that point are going to go to the big TV. WrestleMania is going to move to my iPad. Because if I have the iPad right next to me on the couch, I can still pay attention I could even have the vault. You know what? I could even put a, a, a AirPod in one of my ears so I can still listen. So WrestleMania at that point is going to get my iPad. The Canes are getting big TV. Zaslow Mansion, family room. Small TV, going to have to catch the end of the Panthers. When that game's over, it'll then be the Heat. And we'll have the end of the Heat game. So that's what it's going to look like. Big TV Canes. Small TV End of Panthers, then end of Heat. iPad, WrestleMania. That's what we're looking at. That's that's how we're going to do it on Saturday. What a night. What a night. Unbelievable. I'm going to be so tired by the end of the night. Obviously from all the drinking. But I'm going to be so tired at the end of the night. Is it? Can everything we want to happen, happen? Can FAU win? The Panthers win? The Heat win. Inter-Miami win. Miami Hurricanes win. Can we go 5-0 and on Saturday? I'm not even counting the Marlins. You know what? Since I'm not counting the Marlins, let's not count Inter-Miami either. Because I already told you it's not a big game. Can we get an FAU win, a Panther win, a Heat win, and a Miami Hurricanes win? Can we go 4-0? and Or could we? Or are we going to get the quadruple dick punch? No one wants the quadruple dick punch. Can we get 4-0? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to be so tired by the end of the night. I'll sleep so well if, I'll, if everything happens. Oh, it'll be the best sleep ever. Partially because I'm using Sheets and Giggles. That's right. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Zazlow. Use my promo code Zazlow. Your first order, you'll get 20% off if you use my promo code. Sheetsgiggles.com. The Zazlow family now. We are four of over 100,000 Americans who sleep on Sheets and Giggles. I love that comforter. It's, it's heavy, but it's not heavy. If that makes sense, you know? It's breathable. It keeps me warm. But I'm also cool underneath it. It's soft. It's so comfortable. I got the sheets, of course. I got the pillowcases. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow now. I love it. They even have eucalyptus mattresses. And 
For those who, you know, should be interested, Sheets and Giggles, super environmentally friendly. They care about the earth. They care about the environment. SheetsGiggles.com, a man, Colin, CEO and founder. I know he's super pumped up about the Final Four this weekend. Again, use my promo code Zazlo at checkout. 20% off your first order. You won't regret it. Sheets and Giggles. SheetsGiggles.com. So everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, it's our lifestyle brand, European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. Pick up a six-pack now at your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. Always drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal, Odyssey Sports. You better you bet. Nick Costos, who, uh, I, Nick, I got to tell you, I love having you on the program again because I got Zaslow Show 2.0 listeners. I'll get messages. Hey, you got to get Nick back on the show. Where's Nick? My listeners miss you, Nick. How are you today? Great to be back, and I appreciate the listeners very much. Uh, good to see you, my friend, and great to be on. So we got WrestleMania this week. It's WrestleMania week. WrestleMania is this weekend. So we got to get our pal Nick Costos on to talk a little bit about WrestleMania and what's going on there. But before we do that, down here in South Florida, we're in a territory we've never been in. The Miami Hurricanes are in the Final Four. FAU as well. We can't forget about FAU. FAU in the Final Four. Hurricanes Final Four. Each one game away from the entire country hating the national championship game, Nick. What do you make of that? I already hate the NCAA tournament because of how this has turned out here. I, I love that, like, people are like, oh, yeah, I love when there's so many upsets in the tournament. Really? Like, you'd rather have this than Duke, North Carolina, and Villanova, Kansas? Yeah, you can't Kansas. have too many upsets. I'm totally with you there. Yeah, and we've got too many of them this year. And that's not a shot at South Florida. It could be like, it could be like, 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 you know, the VCU against George Mason, I would feel that way. Um, I, I don't think it's impossible that you get FAU and Miami in the title game on Monday night. I think FAU is going to get there. Um, mm-hmm. The point spread, San Diego State's a one and a half point favorite. And like, I guess maybe you can make the argument that San Diego State like should be favored in the game. Like they, they did beat Alabama on the way there. I just, I don't know where the evidence is that San Diego State is actually better than Florida Atlantic. I think the game should be a pick em. I think it's going to be a really close game at the end. And uh, I like Florida Atlantic if you're going to give me one and a half or two points. So Florida Atlantic, Zaslow will be my bet. That's actually the bet that I like the most. On Saturday, the UConn-Miami game presents like a pretty interesting conundrum, right? Because, you know, UConn was trailing at the half to Iona. In the first round. And then since then is basically basically obliterated the competition. The second half against Iona, and then through that region, culminating in just a total beatdown of Gonzaga last weekend to make the final four. The bugaboo, though, for UConn this year and for Danny Hurley has been when UConn gets into close games, they foul it up. Hurley fouls it up. Think about the Big East Tournament semifinal against Marquette. You know, not using timeouts correctly. Shaka Smart and Marquette winning that game to advance and eventually winning the Big East title. And then, of course, bowing out in the second rounds of the tournament to Michigan State. So maybe UConn's talent just wins out and they blow Miami out of the water and they win the game by 15 to 20 points. Like, you can think what you want about Miami and be excited about, about Wong and Pack and, and Laranaga and how great this program has been and, and Elite Eight last year and a Final Four this year. UConn's better. And that's not an insult to say that. But if Miami is able like to pull this magic out, basically since they've had since you know the four-minute mark of the opening round game against Drake, a frustrating game for me because I bet Drake in that game and then bet Indiana in the second round. But Miami's been great basically since then. 
And if Miami can keep this game close with like five minutes to play, I trust Larinaga a lot more than I trust Danny Hurley. So here's how I would play this. If you think Miami can keep this game close, I would just bet them to win the game. Plus 200 on the money line. I think we either see, and this is like a really simplified way of thinking, and I could definitely be wrong. This is my opinion. I think UConn wins by 15 points or Miami wins a close game. You That's know how what? I see it playing out. You know what? That's exactly what I said to my son yesterday. My 14-year-old, we were outside shooting hoops. You know, I said, hey, are, are you pumped for the game this Saturday night? And and I said, I, I think if Miami wins, I think it's a close game. If Miami loses, I think they can get smoked. Like, that's I, – I don't think UConn wins a close game. I don't think Miami can blow them out. Uh, exactly what you just said is, is pretty much how I feel. Have you ever been to a Final Four? Yeah. Uh, like, multiple times? I mean, you, you, um, said that, I went, you said that very nonchalant, like you're a regular. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we've been, you know, we've been doing the sports media for a long time. Um, I think I've only been to one, actually. It was the VCU, Louisville, Syracuse, Michigan Final Four in 2013. Louisville beat Michigan in the national title game. It was in Atlanta. So I think that was that's, the only uh, was one that I Tim went Hardaway, to. Hardaway, Trey Burke? That, no, that's the Michigan team that lost to Villanova. A number okay. of years ago, this is the this is like the Spike Albrecht Michigan team, and Albrecht like came but like hit like four threes in the first half against like Peyton Siva and Louisville, a pretty nondescript Final Four. But that was Shaka Smart's like introduction to like the national consciousness taking VCU to the Final Four. They got boat raced by Louisville in the uh, the first semifinal, and then at night Michigan got past Syracuse in a really close game. I I've never been to even a tournament game, so I've never been to the Final Four, and I I started perusing yesterday. I'm not going to go I, – I never really considered going Saturday night because you got, we got WrestleMania going on. There's just too much happening. And I mean, what would you rather watch, FAU San Diego State or WrestleMania? It's not even close. <laughs> so I don't know which one you're referring to, to be honest. Uh, so I started I, I started looking at what flights would be like for Monday. Like if, the, if it happened Saturday night, what are flights like Monday to get out to Houston? So like I'm very lightly considering – Monday night, but I, I've never been to a tournament game. We'll see. I, I, it's got to be weird watching a basketball game in a stadium. I've never done that before. Yeah, it was it was it was a little strange. Um, and like about if Miami beats UConn, Miami's going to be favored on Monday night for sure to win the national championship. So just something to think about. Unbelievable. Are right, you before we get to WrestleMania here? The Knicks a couple nights ago they beat up the Heat. They win that season series three out of four. Are you excited about the Knicks? Are you in on it? Well, a bit of a Pyrrhic victory, right, with Julius Randle's ankle injuries. So hopefully Randle's going to be yeah. back and like, it will be good to go for the playoff series against Cleveland. Uh, yeah, really excited for for the playoffs against against the Cavs. I, the thing that, that makes me feel good and the reason why I really wanted the Knicks to get home court in that series, the Knicks have been like an excellent road team this year. So I think if the Knicks are able to extend the series and like get it to a seventh game in Cleveland, they can definitely win that series. Whereas on the flip side... Cavs have been a great home team, not as great a road team. So I felt like if the Knicks could have gotten home court and like, they're not going to, but like if they, they were within shouting distance at one point, a couple of weeks ago, where if the Knicks had gotten the four seed, I felt like they definitely would have won the series. Oh, I think Cleveland. it's better the other way around though. I think that if I'm the Knicks, I like starting on the road. Cause I feel great about being able to get one of those first two games. And then all of a sudden you got a Cavs. He was no experience. They're a little bit tight playing Madison square garden games, three and four. Yeah, just just that, like, I'm always thinking, like, if it gets to a game seven, obviously, you'd rather be home. The Cavs' road record is below 500, which is, like, just not portent to a championship-type team. So, I, I'm i cautiously optimistic. Like, gun to my head, I would take the Cavs, but I'm cautiously optimistic that the Knicks can win that series. Uh, by the way, the Miami Heat road record this year, 15-23. and 23, and, uh, and the Knicks, and, and, and the Knicks kind, of, kind of punked them yeah. on Wednesday yeah. night, so... 
Yeah, so we're, we we've had a guys. really yeah we've had a really really frustrating. Game. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not easy to score thirty points a game when Jimmy Butler doesn't get to the free throw line twenty five times. Not, well, he, not that easy. I mean, you say that as if he's James Harden out there and he's tricking the referees, Nick. I mean, this guy earns every trip to the line. It's how he plays. Yeah, yeah debatable, debatable. <laughs> we'll see. Are you enjoying this NBA season? It's been a weird season. I I really like the NBA. So like I always enjoy the season. I always think there's a lot of like fun storylines, like a lot of fun things to bet on. Like right now, I think like trying to figure out what the seedings are going to be and like what the playoff matchups are going to be is pretty interesting. And and I'll say this and just talk about the Heat for a second. I'm like, I don't like the Heat as a Knicks fan, but just like, you know, objectively talking about it mm-hmm. here where I don't know what it was. You'll know this better than me just because all these days bleed together for me and I'm not like laser focused in on, on, on Miami and the Heat where what was it like a week ago or like a week and a half ago? Maybe it was like a week ago, right? I, I said on you better than you bet, like the Heat are going to be the sixth seed. Like they're going to overtake Brooklyn for the sixth seed. And then Brooklyn obviously like blows them out this yeah, weekend. Not and now, it looks like yeah. the Nets are going to be the six now where I get that the Sixers have a bunch of stars and Embiid might win MVP. If it's Miami, Philadelphia in the first round, Philly totally would obviously you. be favored in the series. Totally but if you're a you. Heat you're a Heat fan. Like, yeah. you got to feel great about yeah. that potential series now. Now, though, like, let's say they're the seven. Like, they're in the play-in. They win the first game. They're the seventh seed. Like, I know that the Eastern Conference final last year against the Celtics went to seven games. And I'm not, like, Miami's too good. Spolster's too good a coach. Too good of an organization. Like, they're not going to get embarrassed, like, run off the court. Maybe they would buy Milwaukee, but, like, they're not going to have to play Milwaukee probably, right? They're probably going to have to play Boston. Like, they, they're not beating the Celtics, I don't think. So I actually think like this last week of Miami basketball has been like really bad for the Heat as far as the playoffs are it's concerned. It's been a disaster. Where you want it to be the six. You do it, not want to be the seven. The schedule shaped up perfectly with their game last week against Brooklyn to overtake them. They lose that game. Now they're they're two back in the loss column, which means they're actually three back because they don't own the tie break with Brooklyn. They are not going to catch them with the five games to play. They're probably going to face Boston in the first round. And you're 100% right because if the Heat were playing Philly, Nick, I would pick the Heat to win that series. I would. And 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 like there are times when like I'll take like the Yankees to like beat the Astros in the ALCS and people will say like you're a homer. And I'd say like you're right. Like I am. Like that's not even a situation where people could call you a homer if you took the Heat to win that series because like what has Philly ever done? You can't to trust make you them. think like the, you can't trust them, right? You can't. Can't trust them. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, Nick. But you know when you can trust them when they play Brooklyn in the first round. They will win that series for sure. <laughs> so, Nick, you've been to the Final Four. Have you been to WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. Multiple. Multiple. Yeah. Which one, Do you remember oh, yeah. which ones you've been to? 
Uh, I went to 28, which is uh, in Miami. Yeah. Which is Cena Rock, the first right. one. Yep. Uh, which is just, I mean, two of like the great markout moments of my life in the same card, which is. Were you rooting for, were you rooting for Rock? Of course I was. Everyone was rooting for Rock. It was I awesome. mean, that, that was uh, a great crowd for the Rock that night, obviously. That was a great so, crowd. So that was the um, the end of an era. Triple oh, that H, was, Taker. oh, yes. It was end of an era and once in a lifetime. What a card. It was a great card. So the two markout moments are Michael's super kicking Undertaker into a pedigree and Undertaker kicking out, which was like, I remember looking at my friend that I was there with, like the people that were sitting around us and we were all just like laughing. It was like so great. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, like w- when when you are obviously wrestling is scripted, but when you are faked out as a member of the audience and you are convinced something is going to happen and then it doesn't and you have that moment where like they got me, that's when it's really great. So that happened. And then when Rock beat Cena, People were literally like jumping up and down, like in the aisles in the so at the stadium in Miami. It's so twenty eight, so I went to thirty in New Orleans, wow. which is the Daniel Bryan WrestleMania. I went to the one in Orlando, which sucked, which is Reigns over Undertaker in the main event. Yep, I, I might be missing one, but those are the three that that stand out. But I've been to a bunch. I've been to thirty three, thirty four, and thirty seven, and um, yeah, it's it's so much fun. Obviously, this is going to be a really great weekend. You love the two nights. I mean, the first night, obviously, head-to-head with Final Four. That makes it especially tough for me down here with the Hurricanes. Do you enjoy it being two nights now? Yeah. I, I'm always of the opinion that more of anything I like is better. Like, more NCAA tournament teams, more teams than the college football playoff. I'm not a purist. Um, if I like something, I want more of it. I'm an American. That makes me a good red-blooded American. Do I want you, more. Do you? Now, we, we don't know. And I, I was talking to my guy, Chris Van Vliet, yesterday. And we talked a little bit about, you know, Vince McMahon. And it's expected that he's going to be at WrestleMania. But do you believe that he will be on television? Because, Nick, this is WrestleMania 39. He's never not been on television for WrestleMania. It's never happened. No way. No way. No way. How could they put him out there? No, 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 I think no chance. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I I think it, it could be a quick thing backstage i i don't know i i'm going with he will be on camera in some right, capacity so if he is maybe it's like on saturday night and he's like standing at like the foot of the ramp and he's just like welcome to wrestlemania and that's that counts. Roll. yeah that does count that counts so, yeah how about this like 50 50 and if it is that's all it is and that's the extent of it right right yeah i i, I think that could be it he's never not been on camera for wrestlemania so hey the main event uh roman reigns Cody Rhodes, give me some thoughts here. Uh, do you love the Bloodline storyline? Go ahead. Yeah, Bloodline storyline's awesome. Um, I think Reigns' heel run will go down, and I think people kind of already look at it like this. I think it's one of the greatest runs in the history of wrestling, professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Yep. Like, this run that Reigns has had as champion. Now, there is part of me that, like, actually, like, never wants him to lose. I, I, I don't want him to lose. He's definitely going to. I'm not so sure. I think he apt because Co- Cody is DOA if he loses. It's over. Like it's done. It's absolutely finished. It's like when Reigns, the babyface, lost to Lesnar at WrestleMania. A couple, what that was, that was what, 33? One of the ones that you the were fir- at? The first time that he lost to him, 31. Where Rollins no, cashed no, in? No, the second time. Oh, 32 were, in Dallas. 32 in Dallas. 32 in Dallas was against Oh, no, I'm Triple sorry. H, he right? beat Triple H. You're right. It was the one that I was at. 34 in New Orleans. He lost one. So, right. so like, Reigns losing that match where everyone expected this is going to be where Reigns That's wins. That's right. We all thought like, he was going to Ro- win. 
Like Roman Reigns is DOA at that point as a baby face. Like it's over. Now they're able to turn him heel. I think it's co- also like everyone hated Reigns as a face, but basically his entire run. Everyone loves Cody. If Cody loses this match, I guess like the story that you tell is I like how much longer is the story if Rhodes loses? Because like the story has to end with Rhodes winning. Otherwise, like, what's the point of this? Like well, he's got to win. Unless the bloodline screws him and then he continues to feud with the bloodline and Roman. But, okay, okay. So let me ask you. So then when does Rhodes win the belt? Well, I'm not, I'm not looking at it from that perspective, Nick. The perspective that I look at it is I think the bloodline storyline ends with Roman and Jay. Okay, like that could very well be true, but like not for the belt. I don't know. Maybe. No, it, no. It chance. started for the bloodline storyline started with them fighting for the belt. That's how yeah, it started. I, but like, is I, I don't know that J, J, I like Jey Uso. He's awesome. Hall of Fame caliber talent. Is he someone that can uh, carry a main event? There, no, ch- no chance. His nickname's no main chance. event Jay. No chance. I, I will actually say no chance. So like, but like, I think you have to think about things like this, like this, right? So Cody Rhodes is the hottest baby face in WWE, yeah. right? His story absolutely has to end or they screwed it up. His story has to end with him winning the title. And then whatever the hell happens after that happens after that. So if Cody doesn't win at WrestleMania this weekend, I think the question that you have to ask yourself is, okay, when is he winning? Because he has to win. You Otherwise, do make what's a good point? point about where does Cody go if he loses. That's a good point. So, like, so if Vince McMahon is booking it, that it could be like next month, and it could completely screw this up. If Triple H is booking it, then like the main event of next year's WrestleMania has to be Cody and Reigns again. Like it just has to be. Like I think SummerSlam is too soon, where the story has to be Cody works himself back into contention to make this happen. Also, like they did the storyline in AEW with Cody. He never obviously never won the belt, but this is the story. Like he has to win. I actually, and I love Reigns. Part, like I said, part of me actually like never wants him to lose. And he just retires like as the champion and he never lost. I think that would be great. He actually has to lose the belt. He has to lose on Sunday. Or I actually think it's like a disaster and I love him. How about uh, how about the women? Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. Does that match have a lot of juice for you? No. Does I mean, Rhea, Rhea's a, well, because Rhea's a big star. I, yeah, she's I, great. She's a big, and obviously we all know Charlotte. Uh, I think Charlotte wins. I think Charlotte wins. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. I think Rhea wins. I think Rhea wins the title from her. I think Charlotte was kind of a placeholder to get the belt from Ronda to Rhea, you know? Um, yeah, I, I think Rhea's a massive star and this is really the start of it. So I, I, I Well, like again, so again, like if Charlotte wins on, and I don't, that, that's going to be an event like night one on Saturday, right? It if, seems like it. If if Charlotte wins, Rhea Ripley is DOA also. Like it's over. Like it's over. Like, she's never going to be taken seriously again on that level. She has to win. And, like, Vince would put Charlotte over probably Triple H won't. Like, R- the Ray Ripley will win. And speaking of Rhea, do you love Prison Dom? Are you afraid? If you were to see Prison Dom walking on the street, would you walk to the other side of the street just so you don't make eye contact? See, this is, like, a great example of, like, long-term storytelling where, like, a- everyone knows. And this is where, like, wrestling becomes great. Where you see something coming and, like, you don't care because, like, it's, it's awesome the entire way. And the story they tell, like, how long has it been obvious for that Ray's going to face Dom at WrestleMania? Long time. Like, like months. Plural. Like, months. Like, many, many months. It was at least SummerSlam, I think, when the turn happened. So, yeah. So, like, we've known for a long time this is what it's going to be. And, like, it's it's been great the entire way. 
like the build's been like this is it's fantastic long-term storytelling. And this is actually one where like I think Dom should win, obviously, because Ray gains nothing by winning. And Dom gets like nuclear heat basically for winning. He's got that X Pac heat already, Nick. Well, I actually disagree with that because X Pac heat in my definition of it, at least. And like, I guess people's definitions could be different to me. X-Pac heat is like your music plays and we boo you because like, we don't actually don't want you on the screen because like, we don't like, like go away. <laughs> like if you weren't on, on TV next week, no one would miss you. I actually feel like people would miss booing Dominic Mysterio. So like people hate him because he's hateable. Cause he's done a great job. Um, I guess there's a case to be made that Ray should win because, like, it caps off this story with, like, the good guy winning. I think it makes more sense for Dominic to win. And so he can carry – because, like, Ray, at this point, Ray's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like, what does he – he's done it all. He's summited the mountain already. I would be surprised if Dominic did not win. I think Dominic wins. I think it could be – I think it could be Ray's last match. I was originally thinking that it was going to be a career match, and now they have not gone that route. I was thinking it could be a career match, and if that were the case, then Ray's definitely losing. But I, I, I think, I think, or Ray's maybe losing. they do that at SummerSlam, right? Like maybe, like maybe Ray, like so again, like this is. I always like to think of it as okay, like if X happens, then then what's Y? Like what's next? Yeah. This is how they think, right? Like with like okay, like where are we going after this? If Ray wins, then I think what probably makes sense is Dominic. Like uh, the, the storyline continues, and at SummerSlam they do like like a career match or something. I mean, can you imagine and, and the Dom heat? Wins. Can you imagine the heat if Dominic retires, Ray? Well, I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's where you got to go. Like that's yeah, you're probably right. So like then, then Ray's going to win. That's where you got to go. Then, uh, then Ray's going to win because you can't have Dom win. I guess you could. And then Ray's like, I want another match against my son. I'll put my career on the line. That doesn't make a lot of sense, though. I don't think. Are you uh, is there anything else that stands out to you? Like, are you interested in Brock Moss? Are you interested in the Intercontinental? I mean, I love Gunther. I, I think he's phenomenal, man. Every match he's in is just a banger. Hell in a Cell, Edge, Finn Balor. Uh, does anything else stand? Oscar, this kind of new, uh, newish version of Oscar. She's gonna fight Bianca Belair for the title. I do not think she's gonna win. Does anything else stand out to you? Um, I can't wait for Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. I mean, the match is probably gonna be like it's gonna be sick. Yeah, like it's going to, is going to be awesome. There and is you know going how, to be. And you know how I know that, Nick, because every match Logan Paul has been in is awesome. Yeah, and by the way, like every match Seth Rollins has is awesome too. So like the match is definitely going to be awesome. Like the the heat is going to be at eleven for this match, and the yeah. the crowd's going to be going insane oh, for Rollins. They, they hate Logan Paul. They, they hate, hate Logan Paul, and they love Rollins. And like Logan Paul's probably going to win, and it's and he's going to get booed out of the building, and and it's going to be great. So I can't wait for that. Brock Omas is like an attraction match is actually like not terrible. I don't like, think it's Brock, terrible. Like when Brock F5s him, like the people are going to go nuts. Like that'll be cool. Mm -hmm. And the match, and like, you know, Paul Heyman will book the match. It'll be five minutes long. It'll be all like suplexes and choke slams and F5s. And it'll be really quick and hard hitting. And it'll be done and it'll be really good. Um, The tag title match is going to be, is going to be exceptional. Right. With Owens and Zayn against. Do you believe against... Owens and Zayn are definitely winning? Are they taking the, the belts off of them? Ending that, that long time reign? Well, so again, like, so I think like everything kind of factors into everything else. So if you think Roman's going to lose, and I think he is, it's almost like, okay, if you think, I think you're probably right, if the next step for the bloodline is going to be Roman versus Jay, if that's what's next, probably is going to be what's next, right? Maybe that's SummerSlam, I don't know. What makes more sense for the bloodline to like keep the belts 
and for Roman to be like jealous of them mm-hmm. or for the bloodline to lose. And it's like clean slate. Now it's like, there's no belts involved in the storyline. And it's just like blood versus blood. What makes more sense? I think it's probably, I don't know, actually. Like, I think it could honestly go either way. Um, I, I like I think- the idea of Jimmy. Now I don't think they're going to, but I like the idea of Jimmy and Jay having the titles and looking at Roman and saying, we held up our end of the bargain. Or like Roman comes out, Spears, Zane, Usos win in cheap fashion. And then the Usos like don't return the favor and like Cody beats Roman in the main event. Oh, something okay. like that. Okay. So, so like, listen, like, and for the people listening to this right now, like here's what's great about the way they book this is we can actually sit here and say like, there's many different directions they can go in. So it's going to be really fun to see like what actually transpires. So I, I kind of like, can't wait to see the direction they go in there and it'll telegraph, I think kind of like what they're looking to do next, which is totally okay. Cause I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. It's going to be really fun, man. Uh, real. I, I love being able to do this, man. You know, what? I, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you with this. I asked my guy, Chris Van Vliet this yesterday. And so I'm going to leave you with this as well. So a few nights ago, it's WrestleMania week. So I turned on, let's watch an old WrestleMania. I put on WrestleMania eight. I wanted to watch a little bit of Bret Hart and Piper, a little bit of Macho and Ric Flair. So I put on WrestleMania eight and the show opens up with just, I mean, what a commentary crew of Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. And I'm like, I, I mean, just nonstop bickering, amazing from the get-go, all right? So for you, Nick Costas, Mount Rushmore, WWF announcers. Oh, well, I mean, the, the, the two you just mentioned obviously are on the list. All right, that's two of them. Let's go. Uh, they're they're the best by like by like a wide margin. I, honestly, like I think you could throw Jesse in there also. Okay, Jesse Jesse the body probably. I mean, Jr. has got to be. Uh, so it's, is that it's, your four? You difficult. just did it. That's the four. Is that the four? Well, well, because it's like Michael Cole probably needs to be on it, right? Uh, Mount Rushmore's four, Nick. So you tell me. Um, Monsoon, Keenan, Ross, body. That's a good. That's a good one. That's a, so you're going nostalgia factor, like we're close in age. So you're going nostalgia, pretty much like I. I well, you're a lot older than me. A lot older. How old? Yeah, are you? I, I turned forty in a couple months. <laughs> a lot older. I'm two years older than you. Uh, but uh, like I Lawler, like you can make an argument for. It's just like Lawler was always like too cartoonish. Whereas, like, Body was, like, such an unbelievable heel. Oh, but yeah. he also, like, shot straight, though. Like, he wasn't always on the side. Like, he basically was, like, like a real person that was watching and commentating. Like, he would call Hogan out when Hogan was full of it. But in the same sense, like, he would, if a heel were doing something stupid, he'd call the heel out also. He was great. And Heenan is the greatest, like, underhanded, like, heel mm-hmm. commentator ever. Like, his work and, like, uh, the Royal Rumble that preceded WrestleMania 8, Royal Rumble 92, which is the best Rumble ever. Yep. I mean, it is a tour de force masterclass. When Ric Flair enters three, he's whining the entire time that it's not fair to Flair. Flair wins, and then you have what is, in my opinion, the greatest ever post-match promo in the history of professional wrestling, which is Flair, Mr. Perfect, and Heenan celebrating Flair's title win when Heenan goes, we're not the type of guys to say we told you so, but we told you so. And Flair goes, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life, to the Hogans, to the Savages, to the Sids, to the Undertakers. Now it's Ric Flair, and y'all pay homage to the man. Woo. It's the it's the best man. It's so good, too, because like you said, right when Flair comes out, it's not fair to Flair. It's not fair to Flair, which he said the whole match. And then in the end there, 
We're not the type of guys who tell you we told you so, but we told you so. It's a classic line. And like, also like seven is my, I watched WrestleMania six, I think, but like, I was like not cognizant of, not because I was too young, but because I wasn't into it at that point. Seven was my first one where I'm like, oh, like if ultimate warrior loses, like I'm on, like I may like walk into traffic as a seven year old to savage in the career ending match. You watch WrestleMania seven. Some of the lines that Heenan has, like will make you laugh out loud. Demolition faces Tenru and Katow, and Mr. Fuji is the manager for Demolition, and he, like, cheats to help Demolition against the Japanese Tenru and Katow, and Bobby (laughs) Heaton goes, like, Mr. Fuji choosing money over country. I like that. Like, we'll make you laugh. Or, and when Sergeant Slaughter is facing Hogan in the main event, and Slaughter is, like, Iraqi turncoat, and Slaughter... Gets a two count, and Heaton goes in Iraq. You only have to count for two. Like Slaughter should be the champion. Just like he's, <laughs> he's like he's legendary. So much Rest of it too peace. is so much is off color. It's so off color. Like and would never fly today. I mean, just for instance, the first match I watched at WrestleMania eight, it was Tito Santana versus Shawn Michaels' debut as the Heartbreak Kid on WrestleMania. And, and it's all like me- like Mexican. Jokes, oh my! Yeah. I mean, that move right there is called the Flying Tamale. And then yeah, that's a, yeah, this is, yeah. that's a flying burrito. I just, yeah. It's so off color that you would yeah. never be able nope. to get away with now. Nope. Uh, nope. That's a good Mount Rushmore, man. Excellent. Nick, uh, we love having you all, man. Tell everybody how they can hear you, of course. Go ahead. By the way, I've got I've got beef with you. Yeah, um, let's go. You've got um, do you have your uh your bracket? I meant to text this to you. Yeah, and I like I, do. I don't know, it's something good. I got it. Yeah. So I had like, it's a, still real to me bracket uh, ultimate WrestleMania moment challenge is what Nick is referring to. Okay. Go so ahead. here was the beef that I had. The best match in WrestleMania history is Michael's undertaker one. In my opinion, WrestleMania 25, right, not the second one, your opinion. Yes. That's my, that is my opinion. Um, which is when under, when Michael's kicked out of the tombstone, mm-hmm. I, that may be like the most shocked I've ever been like watching a wrestling match ever. And I was like, oh my God, like Michael's is going to win and like end the streak. And then of course he didn't. And it was just like magnificent. I think it, I think it's the best American wrestling match ever. Like I'm a big Japanese wrestling fan. So like, I, I like like Okada Omega better, but that's just me. Um, and you seated that like an 11 or a 12. And I was okay. Like, well, the- so I will add here. You know, I that should a, be that should be the number one overall seed. So I will add, I have a co-host. He did all the seeding. Okay. It's yeah. a bad job. Like, for instance, my favorite match of all time, WrestleMania, is Ricky Steamboat Macho. It's never gonna sure. change. I'm a sucker for nostalgia. It's, it's a also, great match. It's also what hooked me at six years old on pro wrestling. All it's right? actually like a perfect wrestling match. If you go back and watch it so. now. There is there's no mistakes. Every there's no wasted movement. Everything yeah. is perfect in that match. I think it's I think it is I think it is a perfect, perfect wrestling match. And and my co-host Joey had it as a 10. I would have it as a at worst a three. At worst. So yeah, I didn't do the seating. But that's well for me, like the four one seed should be Michael's. Well, Staker. it was two one seeds because we did top 32, but go Got on. it. Um Warrior Savage career ending match, and then like the, the drama that came afterwards. Sure. And like Rock Hogan, even yeah. if like it's not like the best. Like Rock the best Hogan match. just lost in the Elite Eight, I believe. It went up against uh, Hogan slamming Andre. Tough draw. Tough. All right. So what? What's the final four? Okay, I'll tell you the final four right now. A one seed Hogan versus Andre. I'm gonna update it tonight. One seed Hogan versus Andre. Three seed HBK retiring Ric Flair. Uh, okay. Two seed Rock versus Stone Cold WrestleMania 17. It's a, a brutal choice. And yeah, and it, and it beat uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. That was the yeah. Same. I mean, like the, the two, 
Yeah, that's and and the and the fourth one is a nine seed once in a lifetime Cena Rock. That's the final four. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but having having Stone Cold like WrestleMania said it's a great match. Also, has a terrible ending. Which one? The the Austin Rock WrestleMania seventeen with Vince coming oh, in right. and like, screwing Rock like and yeah. Austin turning is terrible. Yeah. I, I didn't like, vote. Wasn't my vote. Like that. That's like Outback Steakhouse, and Brett Austin is like Peter Luger. Like we're not even in the same ballpark here. It's a terrible job by your voters. You there should you all go. be ashamed of yourselves. There you go. That's the final four. It'll be completed by the end of this weekend. And you agree with me, right? Oh yeah, I voted for Bret Hart Stone Cold over that. Yeah, like I, Bret Hart's like, my guy. Are your are your listeners an abject embarrassment? I say I'm, they I'm a little are. embarrassed by that. I'm a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> I'm a little bit. My listeners, you guys are an embarrassment. Uh, you're an embarrassment. How do you make that? How do you make that vote and look at yourselves in the mirror? How do you How do you wake up in the morning knowing that you voted that? Nick, tell everybody how they can hear you. Of course, go ahead. Yeah, you better, you bet. Weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, odyssey.com, the Odyssey app, Twitch, YouTube, uh, radio stations nationwide. Uh, we're also on uh, tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern, radio stations nationwide at all the same places you find us. Uh, talk two hours of Final Four talk. Can't wait. Excellent. Excellent job, Nick. Always love having you on, man. Thank you. Yeah, wishing everybody minimal sweats when he bets the absolute very best of luck. Great job by Nick Costos. Love having him on the program. And that's true, though. I get messages from you guys. Hey, you got to get Nick back on the show. So, I don't know, maybe we, could, maybe we could start getting him back on more often, you know. But Nick was on with us every week for several years, giving us the big play. So, always love catching up with him. He's real good to us. Hey, Final Four, WrestleMania, you, you want to put some meat on that grill, right? Well, I'm sending you to Broward Meat and Fish. You know that, okay? One of our newest sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0, Broward Meat and Fish. If you're looking for what to grill or you're looking for the best seafood, you're not going to find a better selection than the one that I saw the very first time that I walked into Broward Meat and Fish. I went with my man Juan from Johnny Cuba. We're repping Johnny Cuba. You could pick up your Johnny Cuba picante sauce made with the finest Jamaican peppers right there at Broward Meat and Fish. I get asked about it all the time. I got a whole case in my closet here. You got to go pick up yourself some of that Johnny Cuba hot sauce. But when you walk into Broward Meat and Fish, you, you're doing a full shop. It's a full selection of groceries. But let's talk about the meat here. You've never seen a better selection of meat and seafood than what you're getting at Broward Meat and Fish. You're getting the best cut. You're getting the freshest flavor and quality. The butchers and the fishmongers at the full-service meat and seafood counter, they're going to prepare your cut exactly the way that you want it. And, hey, you know Broward Meat and Fish has exactly what we're looking for here in South Florida. They specialize in serving the Caribbean and Latin community here in South Florida for almost three decades now. All the international brands that remind us where we come from, their shelves are stocked from Jamaica, Haiti, Mexico, Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Peru. You're getting the flavor you love at Broward Meat and Fish. You're looking for that perfect cut to grill for the Final Four and for WrestleMania? BrowardMeatandFish.com. Find the location nearest you. Now, I already told you what the big games are. And holy crap, there's a lot happening. But... You may have to mix in a little bit of family time. So now you're saying, Zazlo, I gotta know. Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? All right, here's what I got for you, all right? Big movie or not a big movie? First up, this is called Batman, the Doom that Came to Gotham. It's rated PG-13. 
It's animated. It's an action-adventure kind of movie. It's got some strong violence, some brief partial animated nudity. It's got language. It's, it's got some disturbing images. I'm not going to lie. It started streaming a few days ago, so it's out this week on your streaming services. Here's what it's about. Inspired by the comic book series, Batman, the doom that came to Gotham is a 1920s-based tale that finds explorer Bruce Wayne accidentally unleashing an ancient evil, expediting his return to Gotham City after a two-decade hiatus. The logic, science-driven Batman must battle Lovecraftian supernatural forces threatening the sheer existence of Gotham, along the way being aided and confronted by reimagined versions of his well-known allies and enemies, including Green Arrow, Green Arrow, Ra's al Ghul, Mr. Freeze, Killer Croc, Two-Face, James Gordon, and Bruce's beloved wards. Prepare for a mystical, often terrifying Batman adventure unlike any other. Wow. Sounds great. Rotten Tomatoes media score, 83%. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 55%. But I'll tell you what, I'm going big movie. I could totally sit and watch this with my younger son, Jordan. I think we're going to be into that. Let's get to the movie theaters. Big movie or not a big movie. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. It's rated PG-13. It's a fantasy adventure comedy type movie. It's got some language. It's got fantasy action and violence. Like I said, PG-13, out theaters today, starring Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez. Here's what it's about. A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, brings the rich world and playful spirit of the legendary role-playing game to the big screen in a hilarious and action-packed adventure. The Rotten Tomatoes media score, certified fresh 89%. The audience score, 92%. I'm going not a big movie. I'm, I'm not into Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know what to tell you. I got a limited amount of time here. I know it's getting great reviews, but I just, I don't know. It's not drawing me in. I'm going not a big movie on Dungeons & Dragons. I know it's a shocker. All right, I got one more for you here. Big movie or not a big movie? This one is called Rye Lane. It's rated R. It's a, rom- it's a rom-com. It's a romance comedy. For short, we call that a rom-com. It's got language. It's got some sexual content. It's got nudity. It's streaming starting today. You can watch it on Hulu. Here's who it stars. David Johnson and Vivian Opara. Here's what it's about. Yaz and Dom, two 20-somethings both reeling from bad breakups, connect over the course of an eventful day in South London, helping each other deal with their nightmare exes and potentially restoring their faith in romance. Rotten Tomatoes media score, a certified fresh 99%. The audience score, 95%. I'm going big movie for Rylane. Look, rom-com. You and the wife or the girlfriend or whatever you got going on, that's not my business. We all love rom-coms. Great date movies. Rylane, I'm into it. I could totally watch that with my wife. I'm going big movie. And that right there is another edition of Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. 
All right. There's a lot happening this weekend. We got a lot going on. But you know what time it is. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Hey, if you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? I I don't know. But if you call Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to tell you. And if it is a big deal, they're going to take care of it for you. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime. 954-900-8635. They provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that busy homeowners and business owners require. Again, 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or if it's not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, yesterday was opening day around Major League Baseball. And did anything get more attention than the first pitch in Houston yesterday? The first pitch in Houston was thrown by Megan the Stallion. What a cake on this girl. Unbelievable tushy. I mean, how does she get into those white pants? And she knows exactly what she's doing. She walked right up there to the rubber and she just stood there, ass facing the camera. Who the hell cares about the first pitch, which, by the way, was not terrible. But that tushy on Megan the Stallion, that's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So we know this year Aaron Judge signed back with the Yankees. Huge contract. He's also Yankee captain this year. And in his first at bat, as Yankee captain, see ya. That one's driven to center field and deep. Yastrzemski back, still back, on the track, at the wall. See ya! He picks up where he left off. A home run for Judge. one nothing Yanks. Michael Kay, Yes Network on the call. There you have it. Aaron Judge first at bat, first pitch. Home run straight away center field. Aaron Judge homering as the captain for the very first A.B. of the 2023 season. I'll go big deal. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Speaking of Major League Baseball, let's keep it going here. The Tampa Bay Rays yesterday. Have you... This is... Look, we're in the participation trophy era, right? Have you ever seen a more pathetic banner than the Tampa Bay Rays yesterday? Raising a banner for a 2022 wildcard appearance. And if that's not pathetic enough, a banner for making the wildcard... They got swept in the wild card, two games to none, and they scored a total of a run. We are living in the participation age trophy. That's pathetic. And and, and you know what? It's a big deal because it's pathetic. Big deal or not a big deal. So Lamar Jackson, New England Patriot rumors are kind of out there, right? Well, Asante Samuel, one of the great former Patriots, He tweeted out yesterday, Lamar Jackson, my brother, trust me, you don't want to play for Belichick. Whoa. I'm going big deal. It sounds like they have some type of relationship. And even Asante Samuel, I think he was on two Super Bowl winning Patriot teams. He was a great player for the Patriots. And he's telling Lamar Jackson, you don't want to play for the Patriots? I bet a lot of Patriot fans are angry at Asante Samuel over that. I'll go big deal. And finally, I got one one more for you here. How about this? Dusty May... Tomorrow night, we know, Final Four, Dusty May, head coach of FAU basketball, has signed an extension to remain at FAU. Now, those aren't ironclad. He could still get bought out, I guess. But we talked about it last week, right, where Dusty May mentioned how he's not driven by money. I was like, maybe he means it. 
And I also think here's a really good point that Ken Levicka, voice of FAU basketball, said on our show last week that he doesn't know that Dusty May is going to leave because what jobs are out there? What's open? You've had big jobs that have filled up over the last couple weeks. But because Dusty May is still coaching FAU, he's essentially missed out on those potential jobs. So where is he going to go? It sounds like both could be right. So Dusty May agreeing to a contract extension with FAU, I'm going to go big deal. Maybe he doesn't care about the money. I'm sure he's getting a huge pay raise, but maybe he really is just happy at FAU and happy with this, what I would imagine is a monster pay raise. So Dusty May staying at FAU, that's a big deal. And that right there is another addition of big deal or not a big deal. Make sure the leak in your home is not a big deal. Find out. Call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Wow, what a show. What a weekend we have. You can always hit me up at Zaslow Show on Twitter or get at me on Instagram. I'm an influencer, but I love interacting with you guys on Instagram as well, at J. Hey, thanks to everybody for listening to the show this week. We did it. Another show in the books. Another week in the books. Thanks to everybody for their help putting together the show today. Really hard work. is appreciated by me. Uh, you all did wonderful today. Really great job. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies. For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.